leverage being ranked in the top 25 with your team? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I do know this. Like, I mean, I think this ranking, uh, I do know how I feel. And how I feel is I feel so happy for for BYU fans right now. I think that's what I feel happy about. Like, our job hasn't changed at all. Like, w we can, we can uh, keep getting better every day and we can... And we can keep uh, moving towards the goals we have, or we cannot. And it, the ranking doesn't really affect that. But I do know that it means something. I think it means something to people. And I, we actually care. We care about our fans, and we care about this community, and we care about um, this school and how it's represented. And so for all those reasons, it's really fun, and it's really rewarding, it's really great. But in terms of like in the trenches for us, it, we have the same job, you know? What do you think it was that like really helped push you guys from the edge to be able to get that right? Um, I, yeah, you have to ask someone smarter than me on that. Um, I think our, I think our, I think we have a really solid resume. I think, um, I think, uh, you know, um, it's it's it, but it's a byproduct, right? That's a byproduct, a little bit of of what these guys have tried to do all season long, and. Um, you know, if for some reason the voters don't rank us next week, it doesn't really change our job, right? Our job is to is to get better every day and come play. So I, I don't know exactly. You know, I, w I would love to say that the the uh, sports writers are really attracted by my incredible wit and humor, but I don't think that's why they ranked us 23. I think it's because we have a good team and because the guys have played really well. Have you tried to tell your guys maybe to block out the distractions more this week? or? No, I, I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, we're, we're, you know, there's a reason why you guys get so bored with me because we're a broken record, because we say the same thing, preach the same thing every single day. And um, and what's what's great is that our guys are regurgitating it now, too. And, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of distractions. Senior night's a distraction. The end of the season is a distraction. Um, you know, um, you know all the pressures that come with finishing your your season. You know we're getting closer to the end of the season. I hope we're not too close. And so there's all kind of distractions, but there's always distractions. I mean we've had distractions all season long. And you know we talk about the things that veterans do for you, and we've talked about this a lot. They don't make every shot, and they don't make every right decision. They don't jump higher or run faster, but they they do have experience in handling um, situations. And so you know I trust that these guys will do the same thing here. How strange is it to be this deep in the season and yet playing a conference opponent for the first time? It's a little different, right? Um, but we've been watching them. They're good. I mean, they're really good. They're they're really scary. They're the fifteenth longest team in in the country, and and uh, they've won big games on the road this season. Um, they uh, they can really shoot it. Uh, they have they're really really physical in the post, ducking in and transition off ball screens, and that's been a problem for us in the past. It's something that's really concerning. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it, it is a little different that we haven't played them, but, but it, it doesn't change the magnitude of the game. What are you expecting as far as the, the atmosphere in these games coming up this weekend? I think it'll be great. I think um, I, I do. I think there's some, some I think there's some, I think, uh, I think I'm, I'm really grateful that people have been able to see these guys. Uh, it's hard, you know, you get to know Zach Salius, and it's really hard not to cheer for him. And you get to know TJ Hawes, and you chronicle his story, and it's hard not to cheer for him. And Jake Toulson, how do you not cheer for Jake, right? And and, uh, and Yoli Childs, and 
you go down the list. And so I think I think that that's the thing that makes me happy is that people have got to witness these guys um, try and grow and figure things out and, and serve each other and sacrifice for each other through the season. And it, it's actually really fun to watch. It's fun to kind of know their stories. That's what makes the game fun is when you really know the players, right? And I think people have got to know our guys. And, and uh, I think people are also excited that these guys have, have put a good product on the floor. And, 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 and when you come to a game, you see them put their heart and soul on the floor, win or lose. They're putting everything on the floor, and I think you leave the gym inspired. And so for all those reasons, I'm glad people – I'm actually just happy that people get to witness it. What changed stylistically without Dalton on last Saturday's oh, game? And yeah. how do you guys move forward? You know, I, 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 I made this comment somewhere last week, but um, – you know, Dalton is. This is sound like this is going to sound like it's meaningless, but it's everything on offense. Dalton is such an extraordinary ball mover and pace creator, and it's 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 one of the things that is is the special sauce to what we do on the offensive end. And he's the best guy we have on the team by far at actually creating that. And that manifests itself in all kind of ways. It manifests itself by him playing pop rule basketball. It manifests himself by him chasing ball screens full speed. He's our best slip guy. He's actually a full run slip guy, not a slide, slide, step, uh, slip guy. Um, you know, it, it manifests itself with, with how hard he pops and how well he spaced the floor and how well he shot the ball and how hard he runs in transition, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In all those categories, he's probably our best guy. And so that, that's been weighing heavily on me because the, even though that might not turn out to be the most numerically significant guy on the stat sheet, it is the guy that is actually making a huge difference for us in terms of us being able to be so efficient offensively and work so well. And um, on the defensive end, you know, he's, uh, he steals possessions from the other team. I mean, that's the best way to say it. He finds ways to steal possessions, whether it's a charge or verticality or, or, or a timely steal on the post, uh, you know, knocking a ball away, coming up with deflections. And, and he's probably our best defensive possession stealer. And so that's, that's a, it's a huge part of what we do. And so, um, you know, we, we, we have really good players and, and everybody is, you know, Dalton stepped in and saved everybody else. So it's everybody else's time to step in and solve sit and save Dalton for a little while. That's kind of something that's sort of been a little bit of a common theme, unfortunately, I guess, yeah. for your team is guys stepping in. Do you feel like they've responded, kind of answered the bell really well? Just in yeah, I mean, so, so far, yes, 100%. I think, uh, you know, you, you know, we talk about that ringing the bell. You know, how are you going to respond? The game is always asking how you're going to respond, right? It's always trying to challenge you in a different way. That's what this game does. It challenges you in a different way. And, you know, this, game, this, this, this one's challenging me, too, because I feel super uncomfortable. Like, you know, he, he has been such a security blanket for, for me as a coach. And, and um because he can make things work the way I want them to work. Does that make sense? Like he, what he brings is actually is actually what helps us function the way that the game feels good to me. And so, um, so I got to you know answer the bell too. I mean, it's it's what we have to do. And and hopefully we're gonna have to answer the bell twenty more times before the season's over. Because that's what happens if you're a good team and you and you make a stretch run is you you keep having to make adjustments. What's the timetable uh, for Dalton? Return you know, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I, I'm guessing it's going to be a couple of weeks. I just don't know. It just is a matter of, you know, um, he, you know, for him to be a, f and, and it's not a matter of him gutting it out. Like this is not a situation where he can gut it out. He actually has to make a baseline benchmark before you, 
they'll be allowed to play. Um, but but you know, a couple weeks maybe give or take a week. You know, it's going to be close. We'll see. Tournament. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'll I'll take them up myself to get them into the tournament if we if we can get there, right? If we can get there, you know, that's part of the deal for these guys is they have to. We have to win enough games that we can prolong the season long enough for him to play. Like that's our job now. It's our job. You always touch on this about the season, but how did BYU become one of the best shooting teams in the country, and how does that make you guys sort of dangerous to the teams that? Yep. Um, well, I, you know, it's always it's always players, right? So I would say 99% of it is that we have good players, and and our guys, are, are and we and we have talented shooters. The guys that were here when I got here, and the guys that we brought here, are the talented shooters, and uh, I, and then I think it's you know with, with during the course of the summer, I, I'm a I'm a believer actually. I I. I I'm a huge subscriber to Angela Duckworth's research on deliberate practice, and, and I think it's real that our guys embrace that wholeheartedly this summer. So that took really good shooters, and it helped kind of, you know, then there's that 1%, right, that helps them. And, and, uh, and our guys have also been really, really generous with each other about buying into this idea of, of what they turn down. Right uh, of having the discretion that their decision making is filled with in terms of what they turn down to get other stuff, and the other stuff has been really good for us. So, it's it's some combination of all those things. Coach, considering the exciting week ahead, what are the biggest strengths that you think we'll see from your team this week? Um, well, I, I think right now, I, I I hope it's our locker room. I think um, you know if there was one kind of foundational thing that I think has been really good for us, it's been that and. Um, and so, you know, what does that mean? How does it translate? It translate into us. You know, you're going to have all the cliches in sports, right? Like some people say, well, do you think you're open looking Santa Clara to because of Gonzaga or senior night or at the end of the season or whatever? And the great locker room doesn't do that. And I believe that we have a great locker room. I, I think our guys are really locked in and they really they have a great appreciation for how good the Santa Clara team is. A great locker room manifests itself. And, in, you know, towards the end of the season, every player's tendency is to start to think about uh, you know, individual awards and draft picks and jobs overseas and their stats because all of a sudden it becomes so real. It's like it's almost over and I don't have much time to change how the next level perceives me or, or the award makers perceive me and the best locker room in America tamps that down every single day you fight it, right? And I think that'll be manifest in a hundred other things. How is Gavin progressing in terms of Acclimating to playing again. Yeah, uh, he's doing a good job. He's he's really doing a good job. He, um, you know, it was it was interesting. Um, there's been a lot of interesting things, but he, he's made really good progress these last three days, and uh, and I think he feels way more comfortable. I think the guys feel a little more comfortable, and I think I feel a little more comfortable. And um, that's just a process, and it's a process. It's going to be fits and starts, right? It's gonna he's gonna. You know, maybe he has an unbelievable 12-minute stretch at Santa Clara, and then maybe it's a de disaster against Gonzaga or vice versa. But it just is how you grow, right? And I do know that his trajectory overall is going to be really fast and really positive. He's, he's had a good week so far. What have been some areas that you're still continuing to wanting to see improvement on the defensive end from your team? Yeah. So, oh man, um, there's a lot, but 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 it's it's fine. It's a lot of fine-tuning stuff. Um, uh, you know, we're, we continue to try and tweak different looks defensively to see if we can gain a little bit more of an advantage here or there or be a little less susceptible to issues here or there. Um, 
Yeah, so overview-wise would just kind of be the urgency of every single defensive possession. That's really clear. In transition defense, you know, one of the fine-tuning things is how well can we communicate in real time. What we're seeing a lot now is transition errors aren't necessarily schematic and they're not necessarily effort, but it's like the real-time communication that has to happen at ultra-fast speeds to actually be matched up in the way we're trying to match up in the help gaps that we want to be matched up in. Uh, so that's a transition defense thing I like to work on. You know, we're, we're trying some new things with ball screen defense just to give some more options. These quick shows are important to us, and we've been working on them for a few weeks now, and we still haven't really executed them, them really, really well yet, but hopefully we will this weekend. And um, We're always nervous about guarding the glass. We're always conscious about what has been our weakness over the years, which has been spot-up shot, you know, either catch-and-shoots off a driving kick or catch-and-shoot penetrations. And so that's something we continue to double down on work on. And, I mean, we could talk about that for a long time. I know you guys have a list of things you'd like us to fix, too. You mentioned back when you were hired that you didn't live in the world of realistic expectations. Yeah. Do you feel like that attitude has been bought in from the team to where you guys are in the situation you're in today? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think um, I'm trying to think of an intelligent answer to give you. Um, you know, I don't know how realistic it is to think that, you know, in front of 18,000 fans on national television uh, that you're going to come back and make a game-winning last-second shot and then go have a baby. It's just not. That doesn't, that actually doesn't exist in, in real life, right? And um, so, in a sense, like, I think every athlete or performer or, or you know, maybe for that matter, you know, anybody that's trying to do something at an elite level, you, 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 you're actually working for those moments that, that are not real life. That you, that you like, if someone made the movie, you're like, that's ridiculous. I mean, that sounds like high school musical. I mean, come on, it's not happening that way. But um, I think that's why we, I think that's why we love sport, you know? And, and so I do think that I have a bunch of guys where their heart resides there, where they're, where they're, they're, driven to do something that they're not sure they can do. You know, when you wake up and you're like, you know, when we wake up tomorrow and we know what we're facing tomorrow evening and, and, and we're thinking about, um, you know, what we'd like to accomplish, um, I think all of us walk in a little bit humbled and a little bit nervous because it's, it's, it's something we shouldn't be able to do, right? And, and um, so, you know, I, I, don't, I, do, I do think we have a bunch of guys that are dreamers on this team that want to chase something special. I absolutely do. Mark, with Gavin just coming back in, you're getting back into shape. Is there any way you guys can recreate like a game atmosphere to get yeah. him more acclimated? Yeah, I mean, our scout team is unbelievable. Our walk-ons are, and Rich and Wyatt are yeah. unbelievable. I mean, you know, Rich has just beat the living daylights out of us every day, and it's a perfect scout for him because they play where they're ducking in all the time. It's just like, my guys are like, can we please get through practice for the next three days because they're all battered and bruised, and so... Uh, in that sense, it's a really realistic look, and I think Gav is pretty unfazed by the lights. I don't think that's something that gets him twisted up. He's 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 really solid that way. It's just more of him getting enough reps that he can kind of be in the flow. You know, not only did he sit out four months, but he walked back into a a coach and a philosophy that he doesn't recognize in the sense of actually having played for it, right? And so, you know, it's 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 um, you know it's it's. So, so he's fighting all that stuff, but it, it's been a good week for him. Anything else? Gavin and Yoli missed the first matchup with Gonzaga. What difference do they make 
in the second match at this point? Yeah, well, it gives us more depth, uh, and certainly they're two incredibly talented players. And, um, you know, I think it gives us a chance to maybe um, trust a few different things on the defensive end, um, where maybe in some ways we have more um, more manageable matchups maybe. Um, you know, it, it gives us, you know, one body more depth. We lose all, but... And certainly Yoli is a handful. I mean, you can't approach our team and think about this Yoli Childs and not think you have to have some kind of special game plan that's that's focused on him in some way, right? So he, that changes a lot. I mean, he's one of the best players in the country. And um, so so I think those things will be different. All right.